What's up, everyone? This is Becca Fay. I'm your director of education here at Hybrid. We're excited to bring you a brand new series for the Hybrid Unlimited podcast. We've come through our extensive library of educational content from YouTube to Instagram to our exclusive hybrid courses, and we've transformed them into Hybrid Unlimited episodes featuring our team's takes on the most misunderstood concepts in training and nutrition. All you have to do is slap on some headphones and get ready to learn while you lift. Let's get into today's topic. To track or not to track? That's the question we're gonna be answering today on Hybrid Unlimited. Some people love weighing and measuring their food and others absolutely hate it. But is tracking even necessary to help you reach your physique and performance goals? Maybe not. In this episode, Steffi's gonna break down the pros and cons of tracking your macronutrients. And she's gonna give you some tips and guidelines to work with if maybe meticulous tracking isn't necessarily what you need. This clip was taken from a module included in our best-selling course, Hybrid Nutrition Fundamentals, which has helped educate and empower nearly a thousand athletes since its inception. So if that sounds like something you'd like to learn more about, head over to Hybrid today and learn how to reserve your seat for the next semester of Nutrition Fundamentals. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite podcast producer, Nick Tricana, here to give you a word from our incredible sponsor over at Element. Listen, you're not getting enough electrolytes or salt in your diet. I see it. Steffi sees it. Hayden sees it. We all see it. Element is an electrolyte drink mix with no sugar, no artificial ingredients, and no BS. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially those on low-carb diets, practice intermittent fasting, are physically active, or sweat a lot. But don't just take my word for it. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. U.S. Olympians, players in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and even our own special forces drink Element. I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm the pinnacle of self-performance, but ever since Steffi turned me on to Element, I've seen vast improvements in my everyday training and recovery. You guys can try Element today with a totally risk-free, no-questions-asked refund policy. And you know what? Because we love y'all so much over here at Hybrid Unlimited, we're going to hook you up with a free sample pack of Element just for you. Each sample pack includes eight grab-and-go packets in a variety of different flavors. All you have to do is go to drinkelement.com hybrid. That's drinklmnt.com hybrid. Again, that's drinklmnt.com hybrid for your free sample pack of eight grab-and-go Element packets. Stay salty, my friends. Now back to the podcast. To track or not to track? That is the question. Tracking what foods and caloric drinks we ingest can be a useful way to estimate our daily energy intake. And there are multiple methods uh, to maximize the accuracy and effectiveness of food tracking. More on that soon. However, tracking is not always 100% accurate for several reasons. While caloric intake is largely dictated by the foods that we eat, it can also be affected by what types of food we are eating. Thus, energy intake may not always be equal to energy utilization. For example, the body tends to absorb more energy from cooked and processed foods compared to raw or more minimally processed foods. Yet another reason to strive for a wide variety of wholesome, minimally processed foods as much as possible, especially if weight loss is the goal. It is also important to realize that food labels are often inaccurate by as much as 25% in terms of calories and macronutrient amounts. And restaurants may 
underestimate calories of meals by as much as 18%. Our human imperfections can also complicate things, as it has been shown that adults misremember and miscount food amounts by as much as 1,000 calories per day. That can really add up and cause some frustration in the long run. So what is one to do? Weigh every morsel of food to the gram and live life tracking calories to the T? Not at all. Remember, the trick is to find the nutrition lifestyle that works best for you in the long run. If having a food scale with you, with you wherever you go isn't going to be realistic, let's be honest, that definitely would not be realistic for 99% of us, there are other methods of tracking that allow for increased flexibility. Keep in mind that none of these methods are going to be entirely effortless. Some may be simpler than others, but their effectiveness relies on your ability to use them correctly and accurately. There may be some friction during the initial stages of building these habits as you increase your awareness uh, of portion sizes and nutrient content of different types of food, but making choices that will be more conducive to your goals will become relatively second nature with practice and time. Let's talk about the no tracking necessary approach that I'm talking about. If you find that more regimented tracking is not for you, you may choose the non-tracking route. While you won't be aiming for very specific numbers to hit in terms of calories or macros, this approach does come with some fundamental guidelines. You want to make sure that you're including a serving of lean protein with every meal. You want to have one to two servings of fruits and veggies with every meal. Avoid snacking and instead focus on eating complete meals. Focus on eating wholesome, minimally processed foods most of the time, about 80% of the time. Emphasize having a bit more carbohydrates around your workouts, so pre and post. Try to eat three to six meals per day based on your schedule and preferences while following the guidelines above. Keep eating out to a minimum. If you plan on going out to eat, then adjust the rest of your day of eating accordingly. Fewer calories, higher satiety index. While you will not be required to weigh and record any food with the non-tracking approach, using the hand portion guide below will help you uh, gauge your portion sizes more consistently and honestly. Let's face it, we all have, we all wish a serving size of peanut butter was a little bit bigger. In terms of tracking protein and calories, if you are comfortable with tracking a few numbers throughout the day, you may try the protein and calories method. This approach is slightly more hands-on than the non-tracking method described above, requiring daily tracking of protein intake and overall calories consumed during the day. As long as the protein target is attained, the athlete can choose which ratio of carbs and fats he or she would like to eat on that day, allowing for that increased flexibility. This method speaks to the fact that when adequate protein intake is attained, the remaining calories can be a variety of ratios of fat to carbs, and no one ratio has been deemed superior in terms of weight loss. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite podcast producer, Nick Tricana, here to give you a word from our incredible sponsor over at Element. Because we love y'all so much over here at Hybrid Unlimited, we're going to hook you up with a free sample pack of Element just for you. Each sample pack includes eight grab-and-go packets in a variety of different flavors. All you have to do is go to drinkelement.com slash hybrid. That's drinklmnt.com slash hybrid. In terms of tracking macronutrients, 
If you are willing to weigh and record the majority of your food, tracking macronutrients may be a feasible option for you. With this tracking method, you have three very specific quantitative targets to aim for and meet daily for each macronutrient. We're talking about your carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Macronutrient targets are usually represented in terms of caloric percentages, which will provide some mathematical efforts on the athlete's part. For example, with a balanced macronutrient split, an athlete would typically aim for 40% of his or her total calories to come from carbs, 30% of calories to come from protein, and 30% of calories to come from fat each day. So if the calorie goal of that day is 2,000 calories, you must multiply your total calories by each percentage, then divide by the particular micronutrient caloric density. So depending on the athlete's preferences, the macronutrient split can be adjusted. For instance, a lower carb approach may look more like 30% carbs, 40% protein, and 30% fat. In terms of macro ranges, hitting a specific macronutrient target each day is overwhelming to some and tedious to others. Some people who have moved away from rigid macro tra tracking have reported nearly force-feeding themselves at night in order to hit the macros. On the other hand, some athletes found that they were depriving themselves of food even when they were genuinely hungry, just because it would put them over their macros. For these reasons, our hybrid nutrition coaches will often recommend a range of macronutrients to hit rather than a specific number. While the magnitude of these ranges can vary based on the goals and experience level of the client, recommendations could range from 500 to 700 calories, 10 to 20 grams of each macro daily. The client then is allowed to be a bit more intuitive and flexible, eating more or less based on his, his or her hunger throughout the day. Reaching a specific minimum amount of protein is typically recommended as is sticking to the seven nutrition principles listed above. The five days on, two days off method. This strategy is a delicate balance of flexibility and structure where the client eats in a relatively large deficit during the week, hence five days on and two off. And they eat closer to their maintenance calories on the weekends. This is often a feasible option for clients who have a traditional nine to five work schedule during the week, but like to go out or drink or spend some time with family and friends during the weekends without having to closely monitor or track their intake. Although the name may suggest that the weekends are somewhat of a free-for-all, free this strategy still requires that the client consistently follows the seven principles listed at the beginning of the segment. It is possible to nullify the caloric deficit that was achieved during the week in just a few indulgent meals. So maintaining awareness of intake and healthy moderation is still paramount. If you are interested in a more involved, hands-on tracking approach, you will need some tools to get started. First, make sure you have some tools at hand, such as a food scale, measuring cup, and spoons. These items will help increase your accuracy with tracking food amounts and give you specific quantities to enter into your tracking app. While some people prefer uh, food journaling with pen and paper, modern technology has made tracking way easier than ever before. Several of these apps have huge databases from countless foods from different brands, including many restaurant items, which further increases your accuracy with tracking. 
Many also use scanning features that allow you to use your camera to scan food's barcodes, which automatically searches for you the specific item, saving you time and effort in your tracking endeavors. In terms of apps, MyFitnessPal is the most commonly used tracking app, but there are some others like Lifesum, Fitbit, and MyPlate that offer similar services. Download a few of them, try them, and see which one you like best. Keep in mind that the accuracy of your app is only as good as the accuracy of your entries, which is why your measurements are important. Logging a deep fried chicken drumstick as a raw, boneless, skinless chicken thigh is going to create some significant discrepancies. So when in doubt, try to log your food as accurately as possible. I, want, I do want to point out that tracking should never become an obsession. If you feel like your relationship with tracking food is becoming unhealthy or that you may be showing signs of developing an eating disorder, you should definitely consult your physician. All right, friends, that's it for this week's episode of Hybrid Unlimited. We hope you enjoyed it and maybe even learned a little something. Be sure to connect with us on social media, share this episode with your friends and help Hybrid on our mission to spread strength. We'll see you next week.